0: Hello and welcome to A Journey to self-discovery. I'm Satya Adamova, your host, and I help freedom-driven entrepreneurs build profitable and fulfilling online businesses. I teach my clients how to align their energy, use the power of intention, and clear strategy to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset, and raise your vibration so that you can create magic for the universe. And if you're looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you're in the right place. So today in this episode, I'll be co-hosting it with Jenna Benito. And we will be talking about how to set intentions and we will be doing some energy work. And it's live on Clubhouse. Impact your confidence, um, just match that discovery call. And that's what we come across as coaches on a daily basis. Uh, this is the only way to go ahead and um, book clients. So, the vibe someone gets, and they just say, Oh, I don't know, but I want to work with you, and that is energy. And when you start with content and can't think of ideas, if you just shift the energy of your environment or rest and recharge your energy and your brain becomes defocused, then it has more positive. Comp- and energy is that invisible force that fuels momentum and makes you feel like, oh my gosh, I can do this. So, energy is the one thing that will impact every single aspect of your business this year, either for good or not so good. And choosing your environment, the people you're surrounded by, and the information you allow in are the things that determine the energy that will carry you and influence your thoughts, emotions, and actions this year. So, in Today's session, I'd really like to talk about um, the the ways, how you can change your reality by shifting your energy. And I have this amazing document um, on PDF. It's one of my freebies. So if you follow me on Instagram, you can download it in the bio. It's called 10 Ways to Increase Your Energy. And I'm going to go quickly through all of them to some of you already been in my masterclass, but who hasn't, Um, Just a quick, going through the 10 ways to increase your energy. So the first one is the stopping living in your mind. We like constantly dwelling on our past or thinking about the future. So we're never really present. Um, How many times you just um, walk alone in the park, but instead of enjoying the moment and being present, you either think about how the meeting is going to go, and like, in the next hour or something about the past, a conversation we had, and we never really present. So observe your thoughts and just gently guide your mind back to the moment and stay present. That's one of the biggest things you can do, and you can do straight away to preserve your energy and increase it. Then another thing is start looking for positive things around you. And I know it sounds like cliche, always look for positivity, and not to think negative thoughts, but it is actually true because the way we perceive things is the way we create them. So whatever you will focus on it expands. So we can find positivity in any situation. And even in a situation which seems to be like so hard to find anything positive, if you really look at it, and especially in future perspective, when you look back at things which you thought were awful or really horrible, In the end, actually, it turned out to be all right. And probably you took some lesson or feedback from them. So you can find positive in nearly anything. Then another one, we lose a lot of energy through speaking. Um, Especially women, we know that we lose a lot of energy through speaking because we speak a lot. And we really have to uh, watch how we speak and what we talk about it because it has a huge impact on our surroundings. So you just observe how you speak, and um, I like this, um, it's, I think it's a Sunni expression, like a quote. It says, speak only when your words are more beautiful than silence. I know mean, it's nearly impossible <laughs> to talk only words more beautiful than silence, but just beware of how you talk and yeah, which words you use. Another thing, and I think uh, Jenna might uh, add something to that, um, it's about decluttering your surroundings. Uh, whether it's uh, your social media space, your home, your closet, um, just keeping things you love and those which serve you. So maybe Jana will add a bit more on this particular uh, ritual or uh, how you call it. <laughs> what would you energy, add to the Yeah, yeah, energy
1: saving. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for joining tonight, taking the time. Uh, to listen to sophia and i chat about setting intentions and energy work for entrepreneurs and just um tagging off what um sophia has said about how energy is so important like on our daily lives like speaking um is also a way of energy exchange so how can we really protect our energy so we can work our best throughout the day and one of the major topics right now of course is always going to be social media and how social media can really drain our energy throughout the day. And that, it's ironic that I'm saying this because we are right now on a social media platform. But um, it's just really about setting boundaries and setting, yeah, going back to boundaries, setting time where you can really take time to relax and really get off your stresses in your life. And I know social media has been, can be such a big stressor. So if you can manage to um, set, a daily attention where you're off your phone or off social media for however Even it's just five minutes a day just to clear your mind and clear your energy space And it's the same when you bring in your phone into your room throughout before just before bedtime. So That's actually another great tip where you can keep your it's an easy tip but we always forget that You know lying in bed and having what, on our phones in the morning when we first wake up or just before we go to bed and keeping it out of the room, our, our bedroom, is such a great way to develop our energy and getting that a good night, good night rest, um, essentially. Um, so I just want to add a thank you. But Sophia, would you like to continue with your tips?
0: Yeah, um, so the, yeah, the classroom is a huge one. Um, so next one is the doing the most complicated things at the beginning of the day, and then move to easier and more enjoyable tasks. Um, i can see more people joining us So quickly resetting the room uh, for those who don't know us sofia de i a transformational coach and a business mentor and jenna is a stress uh, and burnout coach and today we're talking about setting our intentions and doing energy work for um for entrepreneurs um we are coaches and we only started less than six months ago and it's been quite an epic journey and it's incredible what you can achieve when you really focus Your attention on things you want to get and setting intentions was probably the biggest one which made a successful coaching practices so we're just going through the ways to increase your energy because energy is the essence of being a business owner and if you don't have enough energy you will not be able to set your intention and achieve anything so we're just going through the list of what you can do right now to increase your energy and um, we get now to a point um, of doing the, the most complicated task right at the beginning of the day and then move to something easier and more enjoyable because uh, leaving the task for later, especially if they're quite complicated and need a lot of attention and energy, it kind of becomes like a weight on our shoulders and it will suck your energy out. So, I always recommend to do something the big ones, the mo- most important ones right at the beginning of the day. And then moving to the next one is finish all your unfinished tasks. And um, yeah, this is a great one. Um, I love this rule of three minutes. So if there is a task or problem, and you know it only takes less than three minutes to finish it, don't wait, don't put it away, don't procrastinate. Do it right now. Because it's so much easier to do it straight away. You will not even notice how quickly it's all in the past. But then you put it away, you put it on the to-do list, and it just Piles up and it's like a snowball. And again, it will suck your energy because at the back of your mind, you will remember that the problem is still there, it has to be finished. And another one: if you really feel like down and drained, depleted of energy, the best, the quickest way is to bring your attention back to yourself and observe your body, from the top of your head to your toes. So basically, what you do, you, you get the energy back. And you just focus on yourself in the present moment. And uh, it's a trick and it's easier said than done. When you start practicing it, you notice it it does take some practice. But the more you do it, the better results. And the results are actually instant. So every time I feel a bit tight, I just focus my attention on my body. Like I feel myself from top to toes. And just stay in the state as long as I can, a minute, a two, two minutes, whatever. And you feel like suddenly you energized because you don't scatter your energy on other things. And moving to something completely different, but which is very, very important to preserve your energy, and improve the levels, is to be mindful about what we eat. And this is a huge topic on its own. And um, actually, Jenna might be able to add it few points on that um, but all I say is what you're putting into your body is dramatically going to affect your vibration frequency and the energy levels. Do you have anything to add on um, food, Jenna? Food? Oh, I okay. mean, how important is um, the food is for our energy levels?
1: Yeah, food is such a big thing for energy. Um, so, going back to the one of the big things that we always forget is coffee. Um, coffee is such a stimulant that actually depletes our energy. And but a lot of, I mean, I, it depends. Like, um, so one coffee a day would definitely give you a little bit of a boost. But if you're the type that is obsessed with coffee, um, it's literally coffee is liquid stress. So you're basically depleting your energy, and that's why if you drink five cups of coffee a day, you're literally wired. And this just keeps you going all night, and you usually get a really bad sleep. So I always go back to coffee because it's it's just one thing that's always in our lives that is so hard to get that to get rid of. Especially for me, I'm such a coffee lover. Um, I do love my coffee, um, but it is one thing as well that I teach my clients um, to stay away from. Actually,
0: thank um, you. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's a great tip. It's true. I'm, um, I'm not a big coffee drinker, but I always try to stick to one coffee a day maximum. And it, yeah, it does give you a little kick if you don't go more than that. And we're coming kind here of to the last um, tip on how to increase your energy. And I think this is the most profound one. And then we're going to move to Jenna's daily rituals. Which she probably will include it as well. And this is meditation. And again, it doesn't have to be a really long, like a monk meditation for hours. Some people do like an hour a day, twice a day. I mean, it obviously depends on what you're trying to do, but just start with like five minutes a day on your own. And all you do is you sit straight, you focus on your breath, with your back straight, your eyes shut, you drink plenty of water before and after. And it just makes the connection stronger, um, again that will take practice and, and maybe um, at the beginning you will not feel much what's going on but what I do before the meditation I set my intentions, and this is what I'm going to talk a bit later about how to set your intentions right because then well, when you might meditate while you're meditating you can get like profound insights some really great answers suddenly you just have these like downloads out of nowhere or ideas. You don't even know where they come from. Obviously, they come from your higher self, but it takes a bit of practice. But once you learn how to do it, it's such an amazing tool and can be answered to all your problems. And um, saying that, I think um, Jen and I will talk about the morning rituals and how they can help you. Over to you, Jen.
1: Thank you for, being here for all your wonderful tips on energy boosting solutions. Um, but yeah, I really want to talk about um, how powerful a morning routine um, can really keep your energy levels up and also consistency as an entrepreneur, especially when you're a new entrepreneur. And it's just having that daily routine um, in your life can really create so much powerful energy for you. And really, a morning routine is just so important to boost happiness as well. And it really increases productivity. It reduces stress levels. And it really gets you grounded and settled for the day. And it's all about getting started on the right foot the morning. So a morning routine also allows you to, to start the morning again with attention, which will be I to cover later. Um, and if you set the day with attention, the day will, you won't let your day run away from you. And there's so many entrepreneurs and generally busy people that are really successful in life because, and in this sense, because they really do take time to take care of themselves. And most of them do this by a really powerful morning routine. So a powerful morning routine gives you as well a personal success ritual to start the day with a sense of accomplishment when you wake up in the morning and you literally get up with your alarm, don't press snooze, you're already setting yourself up for success and waking up with completing something first thing in the day is such a great way to keep yourself productive and you're also more likely to maintain your productivity throughout as well and also waking up each morning gives you purpose it gives you so much freedom. Um, just if you have an hour for yourself each morning, um, it's really such a game changer. Like, I I, I get excited to sleep at night, so I can do my morning routine in the morning, I can be half that fancy. Um, and basically what, what I do for my morning routine is, the first thing I do apart from brushing my teeth and getting up is I activate my body by doing a little bit of movement, so getting your body moving and getting your circulation going is going to help you wake up in a really lovely way. And what I love to do is to practice yoga. By the same morning. And it to be, you know, we all think that exercise needs to be all or nothing. Like we need, if we exercise, we should do an hour of exercise. Well, that's really not the case. Like that's, a, I call that the all or nothing trap. When really, if you wake up in the morning, you can just really do 10 to 15 minutes, or even 20 minutes of any exercise that you love. So whether it's yoga, or doing some hits in the morning, or going for a run. Um, But for me, yoga is a great time of exercise. It has huge amounts of benefits that I've seen. And Many people that do practice yoga, it's because it decreases stress, it reduces anxiety, and it really improves your quality of life as it promotes better sleep, better breathing, um, and it creates some grounding as well, which is so important, and we need to feel grounded in the morning um, so we can really tackle our day with ease. And um, so activating your body and muscles first in the morning gets, you know, blood going and it also lets your body wake up um, slowly and, and lets your body signal to your brain that it is morning time to give yourself metabolism um, present. so morning, yeah, apart from morning movement, what I also feel that it's really, really important is again going back to what Sophia said uh, meditation. So sitting in silence is so important um, to produce like
0: produce energy
1: and also to calm the mind. Um, and it doesn't have to be Meditating for you know an hour. Again, it's about doing microsectic do, which is so even if you sit inside it's for just five minutes. And there's so many different types of meditation as well. You don't have to sit still for five minutes, that's not the point. The point is um,
0: you can also do journaling,
1: that's a form of meditation, going for a walk in nature, that's also another um, type form of meditation. So it's really about doing what works best for you. Um, and we're just so used to having micro stresses around us. There's so much noise, and traffic, and you. So having that time for yourself in the morning to sit in silence, be still, to be present is really so, so powerful. Um, and going from there, do a little bit of reflection. And journaling has been something that has helped me tremendously in many ways. Um, I know as well how powerful it is, helped other people especially if you're dealing with chronic stress and also for those who are suffering from depression. And it's a great way to track your emotions, focus on specific thoughts while clearing your mind of whatever thoughts or feelings you may be experiencing, whether it's good or bad. And it's some it's great that you can record your thoughts in a permanent place such as a journal. So it gives you space to revisit them and to really I love that. I, I, I go through my journal and I look back to, to moments where of how I was feeling and trying to analyze what has treated me throughout the day and what, what do I need to let go of. And when you share the subconscious mind and getting things off your chest in the morning, it really helps you prepare your day for productivity. Again, reduce the stress. I keep going back to that. and also positive emotions as well. Um, so that's a bit of... My morning routine. There are so many other morning routines out there. Like there are books on morning routines, such as the 5 a.m. Club or the Miracle Morning, where um, you can also do setting intentions in the morning, um, writing a gratitude journal. There's so many different types of ways you can set your morning up for success. But it's more about finding, there's no one size fits all. It's all about you and how you would like to create that morning for yourself and what what works best for you. Um but yeah Sophia I would love to hear about if you have a morning routine, would you love to I'd uh, love for you to share and I would also love to hear from mornings about their morning routines and how it has um help them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah I can add to that. Um for me it's not just morning ritual but like daily rituals I do um very consistently and I believe that is what exactly changed my life. And even how I decided to become a coach in the first place it was through these rituals I was doing every day and through meditations and insights I got because I never really planned to relaunch my coaching career. And I a quick story about how I, I got to coaching is I got qualified about 15 years ago and um, I'm a published author as well on, on the topic, but I never really thought I would actually practice it, especially in the online space. And then through the meditation and through the setting the intentions, which uh, started about just over six months ago, I got this really strong impulse, strong like desire that I had to share the message with the world. And this is where I started my podcast. And again, even at that point, four months ago, um, a bit longer than that I uh, wasn't exactly sure where it was going to bring me and again asking, sort of setting the intention which I'm going to come in a second too it gave me this really strong insights and ideas and now I get them like they become stronger stronger day by day I think once you polish your daily rituals they will become such a strong help to your daily life um, I, I love like the, the way you mentioned that um, meditation can be in different form, like even a walk in the park. And this is exactly how I probably will see my walks in the park. I go on my own. I spend forty minutes, and my mind just become buzzing. Uh, some part of it is like really relaxed because I can just breathe the air, watch the beautiful surrounding. But at the same time, this walk um, with the right intention at the back of your mind, you will just Start getting these amazing insights and sometimes you find solutions to the problems you have earlier um, and you don't need to be sitting straight um, exactly like Jenna mentioned so yeah I love that for me daily walk in the park for one of my uh, rituals I do love uh, some sort of movement even if it's five minutes a day like yoga sound salutations or um, have a special exercise um, which is sort of like yoga, um, and I do it daily to increase your energy levels. Also, for me, one of the biggest morning rituals um, is setting goals in the morning or intentions. And this, you just write down everything you need to to complete to finish today or for the next few days, the week. And that becomes um, something you can refer to any time of the day, just in front of your eyes, and you're ticking them off. Um, one by one and that's how you accomplish things so all together with all those rituals is actually how I got where I am now and uh, otherwise um, I don't think I will ever get to coaching but it was strong intention to become something more than um, whenever I was doing um, stuck in the job I wasn't really enjoying I wanted to be free I wanted to be location independent and that was the intention And uh, focusing the energy um, on that specific task is what made it happen over time. And it was not overnight. It took some time. And I want to briefly mention about the manifesting um, and manifesting abundance in our life through self-worth. This is one of the biggest topics, but I'm going to just mention a little bit uh, on it, Um, that you really need to focus on yourself and with the sheer power of your intention, you really can bring your dreams to reality through manifestation. So how I define manifestation? It's basically consciously creating a life you love. And it means reaching a high level of awareness while identifying what holds you back. So having done that, you can transform your mindset, raise your vibration, and you living standards. And the transformation from being like a victim, like a lot of us leave, or sometimes we get into this victim um, mode, and even if we're totally aware of who we are, to becoming that the creator we really are. It doesn't occur overnight. And it's a huge polarity between the two. And it's, it's a long way. It's a step-by-step. Step, um, it's a road you have to take step-by-step. Step. But first thing first, you need to understand that you are actually the creator of the world around you, and take the full responsibility for it. Um, this doesn't mean you're consciously choosing to be like less fortunate or poorer, but whatever you have in your life, that means you created these circumstances. And this is where you need to focus. So let's say that we don't get what we want in life; we get what we believe we deserve, and this is where self-worth comes like in really big play. Um, a lot of us feel like we only worse of what we have achieved, our accomplishments, our diplomas, our qualifications, but it's not really what self-worth is. And um, there is an exercise I would like quickly to share with you, something to activate your self-worth, increase your self-worth. It's called inner wealth activation. Um, if you want to experience your true value in life, and obviously the income to match, because I understand like a lot of people here want to know how to get abundant and um, magnetize the abundance in our life. And so the income to match, um, it's more than just about your energy, um, it's, it's your unique skills, obviously natural abilities, valuable experiences, the things you're naturally brilliant at. So instead of noticing and talking about what you see like to be lacking within yourself, you want to activate your highest self, um, highest level, by activating the value inside you. So use this exercise and uh, you will see how amazing you are, actually. Because we forget things, we achieve so much during our life, um, but we sometimes just forget what actually we've done. So... This exercise is you grab a pen and journal and spend like 30 60 minutes and ask yourself the questions or you just can physically like write all the things that you've invested in to get to where you are now. So even the stuff that is isn't related to what you do now, but you just list all those things, all those um, courses you took, retreats you went to, even the holidays you took, which were like really um, important and changed your life in a way. So you list all the jobs you had, even when you were a teenager or even like um, very young. You list all the work, uh, three work you've done, all the qualifications, all the... And basically everything you ever done in your life, you list it all, and all the money you spent in the process. And it could be your skills in business, it could be your hobbies. And just Finish that list and then look at your list and you will see how amazing you are and how much you actually already have done in your life. And it will help you with your self-worth. And then it will help you to manifest more abundance in your life. And yeah, It is absolutely important um, and we can always improve on that. Um, As long as it works, it's great. So now I'd like to talk about more the setting intentions and um, how to get where you want to get and a lot of a lot of us want to get better jobs or more money, have better living standards. But no matter how hard we try, no matter how many extra working hours we spend, we still fail to get to where we want. So why is that? And the answer the answer lies in how we perceive the world, and more importantly, how we perceive ourselves and money in this world. And I will imagine that a lot of people would probably set their intention in the money sector. So I will talk a bit more about the money. And money is like everything else around us, is our creation and its energy. So if you're not satisfied with the, your financial status, instead of working harder, you need to focus on the perception of it. And every one of us has the freedom to create the financial life we wish for. As we know, the majority of entrepreneurs, they come from very humble backgrounds. And what defines them is their thinking pattern, their perception of the world, irrespective of their circumstances. And it is their intention that inspires them to achieve what they achieve. There is a catch, though. There is a big difference between a desire or a wish and the intention. And we can do wishful thinking for all we want we can focus on the hurdles like financial constraints. We can write hundreds of um, affirmations, but we can never succeed unless, until we turn our gaze in the right direction, which is inwards. And as we know, that the world around us is just a reflection of our minds. And if we can change the perception and the way we think, we actually can change our lives. So how do we do this? Because everyone knows how important is the inside work. But what are the actual steps we can take? What actually we can do? And how do we do it right? So it's pretty simple. We can manifest our intention by overcoming two main blocks in our mind. Um, So the first one is self-perception, self-worth. And the second is the incorrect perception of money. And many of us are unaware of our true potential. And we limit ourselves by believing um, the world will allow us to thrive when in, in, in reality the world is just a reflection of us, of who we are. So this means that if we believe we are in a position to give something to the world, in return we create a reality that favors the change. And since we do not see our value, we create a world outside us that doesn't value us, so the cycle never breaks. What we need to do is boost out that force. Um, for that, I recommend two simple things. One of them I mentioned earlier is writing down all the things which make you valuable, and it doesn't have to be brand. Your mere existence is already unique, and a simple experience of yours may be enough to change someone's life. We all go through experiences, even if it's like not a particularly pleasant one. But that means we can help other people to overcome whatever it is. Um, Even people who are really depressed and say, oh, what can I give back to the world? How can I help anyone? Well, you are going through experience or you might have in the past, like even being depressed. That means you've already been there. You've done that. Hopefully by now you overcome it and you can help other people. And that's obviously just one of the examples like when the person really doesn't know what they can give back and where their value lies in so, so for starters, you might not feel anything. And um, when you meditate, for example, that's how you can get insights in what can you do. And uh, it's very, very powerful because you can just focus on uh, your intention and what the value you give to the world. And um, it is wondrous for me and my husband, for example, because uh, at the beginning of lockdown, we were a bit lost. We just came back from traveling abroad we were away for a long time and actually for like last few years before the lockdown we were all around all, all over the place was still kind of looking for the purpose bigger purpose in life and then we come across this um meditation and setting intention like a guru um, she's quite big in russia she lives in new york her name is nina Darkoin and i since that i learned so much from her and that's why i'm trying to spread this message in in the world and what she teaches is very, very simple. It's basically standing intentions, and the meditation, uh, which is becoming like a mass meditation every month, is about 20, 25,000 people, sit very quietly for five minutes and um, with the intention at the back of the mind. And it works wonders. Within this year, so much transformation happened in our lives, from not knowing where we're going, having no purpose, to having running now three successful businesses, two of them online. I started a very successful product-based um, fashion business last year as well, which took off. Um, literally, things started to change uh, recently. Um, and the coaching business as well, and even becoming a coach came from setting the intention. So how do you set the intention uh, really quickly? Basically, intention is what you want to achieve the goal. But it has to come from your heart. It has to be really true to you because sometimes we think, think uh, what we want is not really what we want. But we we watch other people on social media. We see our friends and neighbours, I don't know, whoever, and we think, oh, my God, kind of, um, I really want what she has. But it might not be true. It might not be what you really want. So one of the ways to find out is... Um, um, Everyone probably heard about the Wheel of Life, um, and it's like a magic wheel, it has different names, but it's a wheel with the components of balanced lives, and could be anything between six to ten segments, and you can name them, whatever is important in your life, for example with your health, your relationships, your finance, your career, um, spirituality, you, you name segments and you look at the wheel and decide where you are with each of these segments. And then um, whatever is like you're not happy with, you set an intention. For example, if you have a if everything is like 9 and 10 and suddenly there's something which is 5 or 6, it could be your finance or maybe it's relationship. So that could be a good part to start working on your intention and setting your intention in that particular area. And There is a process, um, there are more information on my podcast. I have actually two episodes on setting your intention and it has a detailed step-by-step guide. But in short, you write down everything you want, all your wishes, all your um, intentions, And then you choose by scaling them from one to ten, the one which is the most powerful, the most truthful, the one which comes from your heart and the one you really know is what you want to focus all your energy in. And you only stick to this one intention. It's very important because your energy gets scattered. And obviously, you can do the exercises I mentioned earlier, how to increase your energy. Again, if you need to remind yourself, just follow me on Instagram and download the freebie uh, from the links in the bio. And uh, that will help you to get your energy level um, high. But still, you need to focus on one single intention. you write it down, and you focus on your energy on that. And then you have to let it go as well. And through the meditation, the daily rituals, and um, uh, Jenna mentioned, you will get insights because you will always have it in the back of your mind. You'll get insights, ideas, what needs to be done for your intention to happen. And it, so sometimes it could be just a small nudge to do one little thing, like an action to take. And you just follow it. And sometimes it's scary. But that's a good thing because the more uncomfortable we are, uh, the most the more uncomfortable the action we need to take. This is where you make most of the progress, and that's how you do it, step by step, day by day. It's not something which is going to happen overnight, but um, that's how setting intentions work. You work on your energy levels. You do all those exercises you can. You Write down how valuable you are and remember your self-worth. And you set the intention, one big intention, which you might just continue with the same one until it's materialized. Until... That was it for today. Um, thank you, Jenna, um, for co-hosting with me today. And Jenna, she is um stress and burnout uh, coach based in Germany. And I was so lovely to have you. Have a great day. Of the rest of the week and I'll see you next week.
1: Bye!